الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد Last lesson uh, in our sharah of Urum al-Qur'an, the science of, science of Qur'an. I mentioned the last point, remember, the objectives that I want to achieve from this module or this course. What did I say? What was the objectives and the aims that I had? I mentioned three. Does, it, does anyone have their notes? Huh? Beautiful. Okay. Can I, did anyone hear? Can somebody else say it loudly as well? Uh, this side, I want this side. Huh? Wait. No. When I was talking about the aims and the objectives that I want to achieve from this course, inshallah ta'ala, al-madkhal, to ulum al-Quran, what did I mention? Yeah? My aim and objective is three things. Remember I said three things. Number one was what? At-ta'arruf ala ulum To define terms. That we're going to give a lot of importance to definitions. And knowing the meanings of words. Didn't we say that? So inshallah ta'ala we're still in that part. Today we're going to define revelation. So today we're going to define the following. Today's class is going to be on these four points, inshallah ta'ala. We're going to do ta'rifu, ta'rifu al-wahi, inshallah ta'ala. We're going to define what revelation is. We're going to speak about its types, inshallah ta'ala. We're going to speak about the way that the revelation used to come down and inshallah ta'ala we're going to we're also going to refute the doubts that have been brought regarding the revelation of the Quran Today's class is going to be these four points, inshallah ta'ala. When you leave, you should know the answer, and um, you should have an understanding to these four points. Number one is ta'rif al-wahi. What, what, what does wahi mean? What does wahi mean? What's the revelation? Second is <coughs> the aqsam, the revelation, how much is it categorized into? What are its types? The third one is kayfiyatu. It's way. How did the revelation used to come down on the Prophet And the fourth one is We're going to refute the doubts that have been brought regarding the wahi, the revelation. Number one. We're going to define the revelation. Ta'rifu al-wahi. We're going to define the revelation. We're going to speak about the types of revelation there are. Are we all together? Number three is how the revelation used to come down. We'll speak about that inshallah ta'ala. And the fourth one is 
if we get time, this is nafilatul qawl. It's not, it's not the zubdah, and it's not the sulbul mawdu'ah. But we'll try to respond to some of the doubts that have been brought regarding the revelation of the Qur'an. Okay. That's been spread regarding it. What does the word Wahy mean? Again, we're going to define it in the Lugha and we're going to define it Again, we always do that. What does Revelation Lugatan mean? And what does it mean? Istilahan. The word Wahy, um, Revelation, in the Arabic language in which the Quran used it in. The Quran used it sometimes, the word Al-Wahy, in the linguistic meaning. And it is four, three, inshallah ta'ala, three. Three usages does that language have. The Quran used it. And this is the linguistic one, not the technical one. The Quran used the linguistic one and he also used the technical one. The first one is Al-Ilham Al-Fitri. Al-Ilham. So I'm just going to write this one okay here. Al-Ilham Al-Fitri. We'll explain what that means inshaAllah ta'ala. Al-Ilham Al-Fitri. The second one is Al-Ilham Al-Gharizi. Third one is Al-Ishara Al-Sari'ah. All three of those Quran used it. You guys are going to have to help me here with the translation in English. Inshallah ta'ala. So work together. Al-Ilham means to be given what? The understanding of something. What, is it? what would be the best definition for the word Ilham in the English language? Huh? Inspiration? Any other word? Any other word? Huh? Inspiration, huh? Any other word? Okay, let's use that. That's the only word I could also think of. Ilham al fitri means innate inspiration. Like in Shaykh al-Islam in the Kitab al-Nubuwat, he mentions that the Ilham al fitri is the one that's given to the person. Ilham al-Fitri is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires a person innately to do something. It's an innate thing. It's something that's natural. As Allah said in the Quran, وَأُوحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْ أَرْضِعِيهِ وَأُوحَيْنَا was sent a, on the mother of what? Musa. Meaning Allah is saying we gave Musa's mother the innate ability that is in any, every mother to breastfeed her child. Isn't that something that's in every mother? Huh? Does that make sense? Look what Allah said. وَأَوْحَيْنَا وَأَوْحَيْنَا is wahi. إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْ أَرْضِعِي Allah says we gave ilham fitri to the mother of Musa to do what? 
That doesn't mean revelation is coming down on the mother of Musa because revelation does not come on any woman. Sahih? Shaykh Hussam Taymiyyah says Ijma'ah. Even though Ibn Hazm went against it like it's Ijma'ah that he doesn't come down on what? Woman. So, وَأُوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ Ha. Intuition, I'm sahih. Sahih. Allah gave Musa's mother the understanding to breastfeed her child. She did that. So this is Ilham Fitri. The difference between Ilham Fitri and Ilham Gharifi, Ilham Gharifi is for the haywan, is for the animal. It's the innate ability that's given to the animal. This is given to the human, and this is given to the animal, and it's the one Allah says, وَأُوحَى رَبُّكَ إِلَى النَّحْلِ وَأُوحَى رَبُّكَ إِلَى النَّحْلِ Allah sent down, He gave Ilham Gharifi to the bee. Allah used the word wahi for the three here. That's the second usage. The third one is al-isharat al-sari'ah. Specifically, when it's done on the hand. When somebody does a gesture on his hand, as Allah said in the ayah, فَخَرَجَ Allah says, فَخَرَجَ عَلَى قَوْمٍ مِنَ الْمِحْرَابِ فَأُوحَى إِلَيْهِمْ أَنْ سَبِّحُهُ فَأُوحَى here means a wa'asharat sari'an. To use your hand and gesture to somebody quickly. Allah used it as the word wahi. Are we all together? To use a... Which one? Number one and number two are the same. The difference between the two is the first one is for the humans and the second is what? For the haywan. The bee is a haywan, right? Does that make sense? The third one is al-ishara. Ishara ishara is to what? It's the gesture, right? Allah says, فَخَرَجَ عَلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ She came out on her people, uh, he came out, Nabi Allah Zakariya came out on his people, and what did he do? فَأُوحَى إِلَيْهِمْ أَيْ فَأَشَارَ إِلَيْهِمْ He gestured to them, and سَبِّحُوهُ To exalt, um, to exalt him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is in Surah Maryam, صح? It's in Ayah Surah Surah Maryam. These are all the linguistic usage. This doesn't mean that the wahi that we're talking about today. The wahi that we're talking about, none of these are wahi. The one that comes down on a bee, or the one that comes down on the mother of Nubilah Musa, or the one that's a gesture, that's not what we're talking about. We're going to go into the istilahu one. But istilahu one is what? There's so many de- definitions. Each definition there's a... So I'm just going to take the easiest one for you now. Are we all together, brothers? Even if it's not a comprehensive definition, don't worry about it. As time goes on, we'll start working on finding the best definition, inshallah ta'ala, together. Like in the easiest one for you now is the one that Ibn Qayyim mentions, rahimahullah, which is huwa kalamullah istilahan. I'm going to rub this off now. Istilahan. What does wahi mean? It means kalamullah, the speech of Allah. Number one. Al-Munazzal, that was sent down ala nabiyyin min anbiya'ihi. It's sent on a prophet from the prophet of Allah. So it's three things. It first of all, kalamullah. Kalamullah, it's the speech of Allah. Second is what? Al-Munazzal. It's sent down. Three. Who is it sent down? Nabi 
Men to a prophet from his prophet. Does that make sense? That's a wahi. When we say kalamullah, when we say the speech of Allah, what enters there? Yeah? The Quran and the Sunnah. We will take the Sunnah in there as well. Is the Sunnah not the speech of Allah? Uh, it is. Sunnah is the speech of Allah. The meaning is Allah's kalam. The meaning is the speech of Allah, not in terms of wording. And we don't want to go too much into that now and confuse you all. But it's the speech of Allah. Al Munazzal that was sent down on a prophet from the prophets. So everything that was sent down to Nabi Adam, to Nabi Muhammad, all of it is called a It's called a wahi. So it's kalamullah, the speech of Allah. Al Munazzal that was sent down, and it was sent down to a prophet from the prophets. So, Alhamdulillah, we've defined wahi lughatan wastilahan. Technically, linguistically, we defined it, and technically, we have defined it. True or false? Yeah? Sahih? We did, right? Good. Now I'm going to move on to its types. Hey, have I defined it? Its types is what? It's two. The Aqsamahu is what? It's two. And I already gave it to you, Alhamdulillah. It's the, the Lugha and the thing that came out of it. And the third one, which is Istilahan, if you want to call it, I'm a Shara'an, if you want to call it. Are we all together? The types are what? Lugha and a Shara'a. That's number one and that's number two. Those are the two types of revelations. The linguistic type of the, uh, the, the linguistic one and the what? And the technical one. Those are the two types of revelation. Are we all together? Does everyone understand that? Okay, now we're going to go into the third one, which is how the revelation used to come down. The revelation, the way that it used to come down is four ways. As Imam al-Baghawi mentioned, Rahimahullah, when it came to the ayah, مَا كَانَ لِبَشَرٍ أَنْ يُكَلِّمَهُ اللَّهِ When it came to that ayah, Imam al-Baghawi, we're going to mention them, he mentions that the revelation, the way that it used to come down is four. How did the revelation come down? Four ways. The first one is, مَا يَكُونُ مَنَامًا that which used to be a, a sleep was a dream. The second one is Mayakunu Ilham. This Ilham, don't confuse it with the Ilham al-Fitri, I'm the Ilham al-Gharizi. No, this is Ilham Shari. Okay, it's not Ilham Lugawi. The third one is 
Now we will touch on each one. Ma yakunu ما يكون مكالمة بين الرب والعبد ما يكون ما يكون بواسطة أمين السماء Pay attention here, inshallah ta'ala, then you can write it. The waves that he used to come down is four. Mayakunu manaman, it will be a dream. This prophet will be sleeping and it will come down to him as a dream. That's one. Mayakunu ilhaman, that which was an ilham, Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will guide the prophet to do this. It will inspire the prophet to do this. This is a shari one. It's not fitri to everybody. It's not ghrizi, which is lughari. This is shari. Meaning, the ilham that the Prophet gets, it's something that the people have to do. Does that make sense? Number four, ma yakunu mukalama. The Prophet will actually be speaking to Bayna Rabbi wal Abd. Allah will be talking to the Prophet and the Prophet will be talking to Allah and they will be taken directly from what? Allah Azza wa Jalla. The fourth one is, ma yakunu bilasitati amin sama. Jibreel will come down on what? Huh? Jibreel will come down to the Prophet and he will give him the message. And as Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned, and Ibn Jama'ah, and Suwati, and others, that the one that the Qur'an had is this one. The Qur'an was only this one. The fourth one. Are we all together about this? The Qur'an, مَا يَكُونُ بِرَاسِطَةِ أَمِينِ The Qur'an is the fourth one. Our Qur'an is one. This one. The other religions, they had the other wasa'it, the other means. Are we all together? The Qur'an came down unto the Prophet wasallam. the revelation of the Qur'an came down, بِرَاسِطَةِ أَمِينِ السَّمَاءِ What's the evidence for that? Allah said, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنْزِيرُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ عَلَى قَلْبِكَ لِتَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُنْذِرِينَ بِلِسَانٍ عَرَبِيٍ مبين. That the Qur'an was sent down through Jibreel. Crystal clear? Are we all together? There are disputes amongst the scholars. Each point can be responded to, but we don't want to go into that. The second one is Mayakunu Ilhaman. The Prophet will be inspired to do something. He will be what? He will be inspired to what? To do something. This is a revelation. Mayakunu Mukalamatun Bain al Abdi al Rabb. The slave talking to Allah, dialogue between prophets. The prophet, sorry, and Allah Azza wa Jalla. Like Nabi Musa. Allah said, what did Allah say in the Quran? Allah Musa taklima. All of this four are all found in the Surah Surah Shura. All four, Ayah 51. Ayah 51, Surah Shura. Allah mentions these four types. Let's go over it. Imam al-Baghawi, let me bring his kalam. And go to Tafsir al-Baghawi. He brings all four out of this. He says, 
The first one is what? Who was the first one I mentioned? Yeah? What was the first one from before? Dream. Ah. And the first part of the ayah, the ayah is long, we're going to read it all. The first part is, He said it's manam and it's also ilham. These two are the first part of the ayah. These two are what? Ma kana li basharin an yukallimahullah illa wahyan. That's the first part. Are we all together? hijab means what? مَا يَكُونُ مُكَالَمَةَ بَيْنَ الْعَبْدِ وَالْرَبِّ He says. Allah is on his presence just talking. That's the second one. It is أَوْمُ وَرَاءِ حِجَابٍ أَوْمُ وَرَاءِ حِجَابٍ That's the It's the Third one, right? And the fourth one is O Yursila Rasulad. O Yursila Rasulad. You see how the order four in one ayah? So the whole ayah, that one ayah, sorry, ayah 51 is Surah Tashura, it tells you the four types in there. Who extracted it? Write the name that is important. Al-Imam. Al-Imam al-Baghari extracts it. That all those four are in that one ayah. Does that make sense, brothers? Am I making sense? Yeah? So we mentioned, which one is the Qur'an? Yeah? The, the, the Qur'an is... Jibreel, we mentioned that. Allah mentioned in many places, إِنَّا لِتَزِيرُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَزَلَ بِالْرُوحِ الْأَمِينَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِكَ إِنَّا لَرْعَىٰ Allah says, قُلْ نَزَّلَهُ رُوحُ الْقُدُسِ The Qur'an came from Jibreel. Beautiful. Now, I want to talk about something important, which is, who came, who gave it to Nabiullah Muhammad, the Qur'an, who brought it to him? I just mentioned who? Jibreel, where did he take it from? This is also spoken about when revelation is spoken about. Jibreel gave it to Nabi Muhammad. Sah. Lakin, where did Jibreel get it from? Yeah? There are two madhabs in this issue. I want you to take this down. Can I rub this off? There is two madhabs in this issue. Okay? There are what? Two madhabs. The first madhab, they say, Jibreel took it from what? Lawhul Mahfuz. And that is the kalam of Ahlul Bidah. The speech of the innovators, not the speech of Ahlul Sunnah. That he took it from Lawhul Mahfuz, meaning Jibreel read Lawhul Mahfuz, and then he came to Nabi Muhammad and he gave it to him. This is not the Mu'taqad of Ahlul Sunnah. Are you with me? 
Does that make sense? They say that Jibreel went to Lawful Mahfuz, he read the Lawful Mahfuz, and then he came to Nabiullah Muhammad and he gave the Quran to him. This is not what Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe. So, what is it that they believe? They believe Tarakahu Jibreel, I'm a Jibrail. Both ways it can be said. Tarakahu Jibreel. Jibreel, he took it. Sama'am min Allah, he heard it from Allah. Jibreel had it from Allah. Jibreel had Allah so ten the sound and he had the huruf, the wordings. Amad al Fad. Are we all together, brothers? Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe he had it, Jibreel, from Allah Azza wa Jalla, and he gave it to Nabi Muhammad as well. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he took it from who? Jibreel. Does that make sense? So if you say, reason why, because they don't want to accept that Allah speaks. Are we all together? So this madhab is not a madhab, which is madhab of Ahl-Sunnah. This is the madhab we believe, which is that Jibreel took it from who? Question. Jibreel, when he came to... Um, how did Jibreel... Uh, do I want to speak about that now? Okay, Jibreel used to come in two forms. Take this note, note this down as well. Jibreel used to come into what? Two forms. What are the two forms that he used to come in? He used to come in the form of himself. And the second one is that he used to come in the form of a human. The form of an angel, he will come when he brings the Quran. And he will never come in the form of a human. Note this down. It's important information. Jibreel, when he would come to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to bring the Qur'an, it was in his form. Are we all together, brothers? If Jibreel came, he would come in what? In his form. And he wouldn't come what? And he wouldn't come as a... He wouldn't come as a bashar. Because if he did, Allah said in the Qur'an that the... The Quraysh and the disbelievers, what did they used to say? Innama yu'allimuhu bashar. Human is teaching him this. They used to accuse the Prophet of taking this knowledge from a human. And Allah said a human did not teach him this. So Jibreel did not come in the form of a human. Are we all together, brothers? Does that make sense? Lakin he would if he was bringing knowledge of the hadith and the sunnah, yes. Because of the famous hadith, Bainama nahnu jurusun inda Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ذات يوم اطلع علينا رجل شديد بياض الثياب شديد السواد الشعر لا يرى عليه أثر السفر ولا يعرفه منا أحد حتى جلس إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسند ركبتي إلى ركبتي ووضع كفي على فخذي وقال يا محمد أخبرني عن الإسلام وفهم وثيا نسوني when he came ها and when he would come in the form of a human he would come in one of two forms one of two forms either a Bedouin or he would come in the form of the companion are we all together? So Jibreel would come to in his actual form when he was bringing the Quran as an angel. 
Pay attention to that because he can't come in a human's form. If he did, then it would go against the ayah in the bashar. A human is teaching him this, and the human was not teaching him this. Does that make sense? And that is takrim to honor the Quran. The Jibu coming in his actual form. The veneration and the glorification of the Quran. But if he was to come with other revelation other than the Quran, which is the sunnah of the revelation, right? Yeah? Is the sunnah not revelation? The Sunnah is a what? The Sunnah is another revelation. But when he came with the Sunnah, Jibreel, he would come in the form of a human. Okay, he would come in the form of a human. Sometimes he would come as a Bedouin, an Arabi. Or he would come in the form of the companion Dihatul Kalbi. Dihya. And if you go to Sayyid Alam al Nubala by Imam al Zahabi, he mentions that Dihya, the reason why Jibreel used to come into his form, because he was a very handsome man. Two companions were the, were, were the two most handsome companions of the Prophet. The first one is Dihya, and the second is Jarir ibn Abdullah al Bajari. Jarir. Jarir ibn Abdullah al Bajari. Who? Jarir ibn Abdullah. He compares between who's <laughs> handsome, more handsome. He talks about the narrations of the Aqwal. Yeah, Zahabi talks about it. Read it, inshallah ta'ala. Okay. Um, how was the revelation when he came down on the Messenger sallallahu alayhi How was his situation? Are we all together? This is the last point that we want to speak about, inshallah ta'ala. Which is, how was the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when the revelation will come down on him? There's a hadith that summarizes how the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was when the revelation will come down on him. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, Anna al-Harith ibn Hishamin, Harith ibn Hisham, he came to the Messenger. Harith. Ibn Hisham, he came to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then he said to him كيف يأتيك الوحي so this is how how did the revelation used to come to you how so he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said أحيانا يأتيني في مثل صلصلة الجرسي the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said that the revelation will come down to me sometimes as a ringing of a bell so the first one the Prophet mentioned was it will come to me مثل صلصلة الجرسي Sometimes it comes to me like the ring of a bell. The Prophet said وَهُوَ أَشَدِّهُ عَلَيَّ The one that was the hardest on me was this one. So let's stand over this one. That's the first one. حالة الوية The first situation 
in which the revelation used to come down on the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as what? <coughs> yeah? The first situation, Halatul Ula, it was what? The first situation, Mithla Salatul Jaras. It was like a ringing, and the Prophet he said, This was the hardest one for me. It's like a bell, noise, big noise would be made. And Imam Suyuti mentions the reason this noise would be made so the Prophet can be awake, fully focused. This one was the one that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam if he would be on his riding beast as Imam Ahmed said in his narration that if the Prophet was on his riding beast even the riding beast would be moved by the river when it came down on him like this the neck of the animal would be pulled it would be moving from the bottom the animal, the riding beast, the camel, the horse, whatever he was on the animal would shake from the beneath its throat Zayd ibn Thabit, he said, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that if this type of revelation came down on the Prophet and he was sleeping on my thigh, his head, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, would become so heavy that it felt like my legs was breaking, that I could never walk on my legs ever again. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said that if it was a cold day, he would sweat from this one. Excessively, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the first one is Mithla Salsalatil Jarasi. The very high noise. In another wording, in another wording, it mentions the hadith of Umar radiallahu anhu. It was Dawi Kadawi Nahl. It wasn't a bell. It was like the noise that the bees make. What's that called? The buzzing, Hafizil humming. We use buzzing, less buzzing sounds better. So the buzzing of the bee, ah, it was that noise, but it was very strong. This was the harshest one for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Are we all together? The second situation was in which the hadith mentions is Sometimes the angel will come to me in the form of a what? He will come to me in the form of a human being. He will come to me in the form of a human being. He will speak to me. And I will understand what he was saying to me. And this we mentioned already is not referring to the Quran. This is not referring to the this revelation is not referring to to the Quran. Because the Qur'an, he will come to him ala malakiyatihi as an angel, not as a human being. I think we'll stop there inshaAllah ta'ala. I'll take questions and answers. Bi'idhnillah al-kareem. We'll leave the shubhas for next lesson. Bi'idhnillah al-kareem. Any questions that anyone may have? Fadl. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what did I say? The Qur'an, it came down from who? Jibreel. 
But did every single time Jibreel come to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? I think was the, was the, was the uh, Quranic revelation of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on Jibreel was it every single time Jibreel came to him? The scholars they said la. Jibreel will come once a year to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi when he came to preparing the Quran with him. Are we, are we all together brothers? Are we all together? Once, which was Ramadan. And he said the last year I was the, the last day the Prophet was passing away, how many times did he come to him? Huh? Twice he came to him. Ibn al-Qayyim said that when the Prophet said, Ra'aytu Jibreel, I saw Jibreel, وعليه ستمائة جراح, and he had 600 wings. Each wing, one of his wings, it can block off the whole horizon. Ibn al-Qayyim said that he did see Jibreel after that. That doesn't eliminate that he saw Jibreel after it. Are we all together? That was when he saw it, he, he, saw, he said, I saw it. Jibreel came to him after that. Because revelation was still coming down uh, on him. He mentions that in his kitab, Al-Bada'i Al-Fawaid, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Which one? And the last is in Salah al-Mi'raj. Was it, did it come down only Salah al-Mi'raj, the two last ayahs? No, that's what, in the narration, does it state that he took it from Allah directly? We, we, yeah. So we know the Prophet the night of Isra al-Mi'raj, he took rulings from Allah Azawajal. And Allah told him the Salah and Ahkam, other rulings. But did he take Quran of the night of Isra al-Mi'raj? Was it a revelation that came down on him? None of the narrations mentioned that. None of the narrations mentioned that. So just bring the ayah Quran. No. The thing is, I haven't looked. I can't remember the narration's authenticity. So I, that's why I did not say. That's why I don't remember if it's authentic or not. Like inshallah ta'ala, look into the last ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah. La shaka ibn Kathir will bring it in his tafsir. So we'll verify that inshallah. Tabdal. So the issue of qiraat we're coming to it, inshallah ta'ala. It's one of the things that we're going to speak about in great details. Especially when we talk about the qiraat and the ahruf al-sab'ah. What is the difference? And how is it? And how does it work? Because it's slightly confusing if we talk about the qiraat and the ahruf al-sab'ah. Like in all of this came down from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single one of it came down from Allah azza wa jalla. Fadl. Huh? Huh? 
So, see the Quran, the Prophet ﷺ was told to read the Mu'awadatayn when he had Ayn done to him. But he came down before that. So the ayat, some of the Qusur, they didn't just come down once, they came twice. So he came down twice. Second thing is, sometimes the Prophet ﷺ would receive a revelation sent to him and he would be told to use that revelation for something. Like the Mu'awadatayn. The Mu'awadatayn, they came down before and when the Prophet ﷺ was the magic was done to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah instructed him to read it but it wasn't that it came down at that particular moment no Quran, Jibreel heard it from Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah says in the Quran, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. In another ayah, Allah says, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil mubarakah. Inna kunna munzilin. The Quran, we know it all came down once. The whole Quran. But where did it come down on? Sama'i dunya. And from there it came down munajjaman. Munajjaman means what? Bit by bit. Lakin Jibreel heard it all from Allah Azza wa Jal. And then he was then instructed each verse because Allah knows the incident and the things that are going to take place each part Allah was commanding him that part take it down now. Are you with me brothers? And so each verse and each was coming down on that particular instant. instant. But prior to that Jibreel heard it all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to convey it to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But it was all placed in sama'i dunya and it was coming down from there, Munajjaman, bit by bit. That's the only way to reconcile between the aqwal of the Ahl al-Ilm. And I, I, on my channel, I spoke about this in more details when I spoke about the tafsir of surah Laylat al-Qadr. The aqwal of Ibn Abbas and the others who differed with him. Fadal. Ramadan, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he used to finish the Quran with Jibreel. They used to revise, and that was once a year, the revision. And the last year that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam was dying, Jibreel came and he finished the Quran this time with him twice, not once. How many times did he finish it this time? They finished it twice, and scholars they took from this, if the person grows old in age. And they realize that they're getting closer to their grave, they should multiply their righteous deeds. Are you with me? If you feel that you've grown old and now you've aged and you're more closer to your date of leaving this world, you should 
multiply your righteous deeds. Because the Prophet ﷺ, that year, he was going to depart from the world. So he increased in his recitation of the Quran in that Ramadan. Some people, when they become old in age, they become more businessmen. And they start liking dunya more and start becoming finan- uh, investing in this and that. The older you get, the more you should connect yourself to the masjid. The more you should start getting, staying in the masjid and knowing that uh, the time is going to finish. No. There are scholars who hold that opinion. Some scholars who hold that the revelation is not restricted to Jibreel. But each point that they brought and the discussion pertaining to that, we've left it for some other time. Because we just want to do overview. But that's why I said the other day, if you guys can read the kitab Al-Itqan fi Ulum Al-Quran, it's very important. Some things I just mentioned, I go over it quickly, you can go and research even more. And you might even differ with me. After your research, you might think that that view that I took is not strong. This is the beauty. But you have to do your research. And read the kitab Al-Itqan fi Ulum Al-Quran by Suyuti and other books that are written in the science of the Qur'an. Are you with me, brothers? No, the Qur'an, the sequence, the ayat, are what the Prophet ﷺ set it as. Like in the surah, the companions did it. That's what they said. Like the surah of the Quran, the companions are the ones who ordered it like this. They and it's the call of the Jumhur. Like in the ayat and the surahs that it's in, the Prophet did that. He commanded it. He would say to the companion, take this ayah and place it in surah kada wa kada. And it would be placed. <coughs> nope. The Quran, Surah, so Iqra Bism Rabbika Lady came down, the first six came down, and then Surah Al Mudathir came down. So it would mean an ayah from this would come, an ayah from the Prophet would command the companions, he would say, Take this verse and place it in that Surah. Take that verse and place it into the Surah. He read it on the Prophet ﷺ. Like in the surah, the scholars, they, these are masail, which are, the khilaf is too much. I'm just trying to mean the... But that's why it's good to read the kitab al-itqan. Suyuti brings all the views, he brings the evidences, and he did... Was the kitab al-itqan was sent out, right, to everybody? Was it sent out by email? Huh? It was sent by email to everyone. Huh? People didn't receive it via email. So if it can be sent to them via email, it will help them a lot. Should we conclude there, inshallah ta'ala? Fatullah, yeah.
Ah, so the ilham al-fitri cannot, cannot be made into a legislation? No. Abadani can't be. It's not, a, it's not a legislation. Ilham, what takes more precedence over that is what is aql, logic, and the person's mindset. All of those, they don't have a place in legislation. The path to Allah and what pleases Allah and what Allah loves, that cannot be known by a person's innate ability or even dreams. Somebody might say, I saw the Prophet in my dream. And the Prophet ﷺ told me that you don't have to pray salah anymore. He said it to me, Wallahi. Are you with me? What you saw in your dream, whatever command he gave you or they gave you, will not stop, will not stop the hukum of Allah that's upon you. Whatever it may be. We'll conclude there inshallah ta'ala Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and shaitan And Allah and his messenger are free from it Subhanakallah wa bihamdik Ashadu wa la ilaha illallah Astaghfiruk wa atubu ilayhi